Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If you are the parent of the type 4 more serious child, there's a good chance you're making one of these three mistakes without knowing it. So pay attention so you can be mindful about what you can change so that you're supporting your type 4 child to create an agreeable, close relationship with them. Welcome to the Child Whisper Podcast. I'm your host, Carol Tuttle, author of the best-selling parenting book, The Child Whisper. I'm with my co-host, Ann Tuttle-Brown. And read from the Child Whisper book how we describe the more serious child. Constant, still, and reflective, they connect to the world intellectually, and their primary need is to be respected by their parents and family members to respect them in return. I want to qualify the con- the stillness and the constant quality. It doesn't mean your child isn't playful and has a lot of activity in their day. It means that there's a quality of being able to get laser focused and really zero in on things and that they need a experience of solidarity in their day-to-day life that allows them to go within and reflect and just get still without so much movement around them. Straightforward and exact would be another Great way to say it. So the first mistake that's common that a parent will make with a type 4 child is misinterpreting their desire for perfecting. And often it's received as criticism or correction. And Mm -hmm. I I can relate Mm -hmm. to that. Yeah, you may find yourself wishing that your child could just be more content and happy with the way things are and not want to fix, you know, like see like the flaws in things or want to perfect it. They could do this with with themselves, with things that they've done, um, papers they've written or um, pictures they've drawn or they could do it with their clothing that it doesn't fit and it does not perfect or they could do it with other people. So You could suggest you want to do an activity or an idea for them or and they'll come back with why it won't work or what's at fault with it or how it needs to be different. So they seem disagreeable and you just want to go, could you just you just say, okay, let's do that. And so their mind is really, they're not finding fault, they're finding improvement. And there's a way to coach them so that they can use the skill set appropriately on the things that matter and not apply it to the things that don't. Because it can become a habit of theirs, they don't even know they're doing it. And to understand how it makes, how it's kind of a turnoff if they keep coming across as, you're so critical. You're so disagreeable because I don't think they want that. I know they don't. They don't want to be stereotyped as that. Mm -hmm. So how do you help them use this to their benefit and to the people in their lives? So as a parent, I think you can ask yourself, do you listen or do you give feedback constantly when they're coming? Like, oh, just get over it. Um, Some positive feedback would be, how would you improve it? What would you want different? Rather than you're such a perfectionist, just get over it. And maybe sometimes you don't even need to offer any feedback. You just can listen. 
Yeah, in the case of them responding to any suggestions you're putting out, they can learn how to say, well, I appreciate that feedback. Yeah, that's something to consider. To meet with meet it with an affirmative first rather than what feels like a negative or resistance to say, hey, try this. It would really support me in our conversations, even if you think there's ways to modify this. If you just respond to me and say, thanks for sharing that. I'd like to consider that. I have some other thoughts on it. This will be supportive tools when they're married because if, oh my goodness, they're yes. going to be shutting their spouse down all the yeah, time. Yeah, because their spouse will feel like they're being corrected constantly. Is there a, a time and a place where it would be appropriate because a type four is a bold energy to come back at them boldly and say, like, no, stop and just tell them straight up, like, don't talk to me like that. Or is there always better to approach it in a more like, I don't want to say nonchalant because I think you need to be really clear with type fours and explain why those responses aren't supportive. Yeah, I think out of the blue, and if it's in front of other people, it would be very embarrassing to them. I think it needs to be a private conversation that you've set a time for to say, I'm, there's some things I want to talk. And then we're talking about as a parent to a child conversation. This is a child that could be as young as five, six, seven, eight, that's learning language skills. I'd still do it privately. And I say, I want to talk to you about some things. And I actually would like your feedback on how we can make this better. I mean, that's inviting the corrective ability they have. So that's how I would do it and just say, this is what it can feel like to the person you're saying that to. That's a very, they may not be aware that they're coming across this way. We recently had someone in our healing center who's a Facebook group member share. She had a experience with a coworker where she felt very confronted from her and there was a lot of negative criticism that she would offer uninvited. And she was able to work with this gal as the instructor. She was teaching nursing. And it actually turned into an opportunity to talk to her about how to share her feedback. She was able to give her some insights and how she could come across to people. And interestingly, the type four student was not aware that's how she was coming across, but could see that's probably how has it received could be a taken. lot of feedback from people. Yes, of, she was oh, like, so, oh, she's wow. so stuck up, or uh, yeah, he's a know it all. It's turn off to people, and mm-hmm. she realized, oh yeah, thank you so much. She was very grateful for that feedback, and it was done in a way that it was supportive to her, rather than calling her out or doing something that was mm-hmm. shaming in response. So just take the position of I'm going to assume they don't know how they're coming across and this isn't and their intention is not to turn people off or put people on the defense. And you may this may not be the case for your type four where they're, you know, constantly criticizing outwardly, but you may notice that it's happening inwardly. Yeah, maybe doing it to themselves. Mm-hmm, or they're they're in their head a lot of just, you know, thinking of all the things that could be improved and not verbalizing it. And mm-hmm. so I think a, a healthy practice would be to ask them questions. How would you make it better to help them yeah, get, get it out and to mm-hmm. express it? So I think, again, these are communication skills that will serve them through their life. The type four gets upset and they go into silent mode. So helping them be able to express those emotions in a healthy way where you can listen and support. It's I, the irony is that they're verbally silent, but their thoughts aren't silent. Yeah. Their thoughts are on overdrive So you probably have point. one or the other type four, one that's very verbal and expressing outwardly and one that's more of an internal process. So something to just look into there. We've got more Child Whisper coming up right after this brief message. 
What's your mom uniform? Yoga pants? Jeans and a t-shirt? As a mom, you're busy and wardrobe isn't high on the priority list. But do you ever get tired of feeling blah about how you look? Carol Tuttle's Dressing Your Truth program helps you create a personal style that works for you, for your budget, for your family, and for your life. You can look more pulled together in less time. All you need is a little know-how, and Carol can show you. Just sign up for a free account at DressingYourTruth.com. The second mistake is in their very thorough nature, in their ability to manage their life with a lot of responsibility, especially it shows up very strongly in the things they care about. So if they really love school and are very thorough with their homework, responsible, they can be kind of just, you assume they got this and I don't need to really check in there. Check in there. And so, because a lot of times parents are making connections with their kids by advising them, reminding them to do things, coaching them, and you're tight for a child. If you do that, they're kind of like, yeah, I know, I know, I got this. So you kind of You can, don't want to be overbearing or annoying yeah, in a way, yeah. That happened to me where... I realized that my son Mark's ability to be so thorough and responsible, especially with his schoolwork, that I didn't know how to connect to support him. And I learned through that that the connection came through offering support with the assumption that he was doing well rather than needing support to correct something. Mm -hmm. So it was, this is how it would have sound. You're doing a great job managing your schoolwork. Is there anything I can do to support you? So I was validating his responsible qualities and being an yeah, authority. because if you were to leave that part out and say, is there anything I can do to help you with your schoolwork? He would assume yeah, that you thought he was stupid. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, no, mom, I got it covered. Well, I learned it because that's what I was exactly. doing Exactly. <laughs> I remember those conversations. So, And He's you're like, like, I'm just trying to help you. I just want you to know I'm there for you as your mom. So yeah. I think that those words, using those exact that exact phrase in anything, like you've probably already got this taken care of, but if there's anything I can do to support you, I'm here. Yeah. How can I support you? The other big lesson I had with him is when there was something he needed to talk through or get kind of off his chest kind like of Like emotional thing. support? Yeah, he needed emotional support. Again, as parents, we tend to start advising, coaching, giving feedback pretty quick into those conversations. And it dawned on me one day that, he needed to figure it out himself. That it, that was actually the process he preferred. That he didn't want me to give him feedback. You're a sounding board. That's all I was. And so now, then we came up with a guideline before he would start talking. I would say, so is this something you just want to talk through and figure out on your own? And I'm here to support you in that and listen to you? Or at some point, do you want my feedback to help you in figuring out what you need to do with this? See, the key phrase there was figure it out. That's a mental process. That's what they're going. They've got to go move through the emotional, the state of feeling with it. But their mind is still the operative factor in trying to come to an outcome of what do I need to do different or what am I, how am I handling this situation? They're figuring something out. And he would, he would tell me, now I just need you to listen now. Mm -hmm. Type fours are um, in their head a lot. And so just voicing it out loud is another mm -hmm. way of working through their thoughts. And so that's why that sounding board is really supportive. Yeah, and you can start these as young as four. Would you give time limits to those? Is that I have because he can go pretty deep with it Mm -hmm. and kind of extend the conversation. And I would say, 
two things that we would do. He'd say, he says, can I talk to you? And I'd say yes. And then he'd ask me what time. Well, I got to make sure I'm going to show up right on the dot because it's like, okay, I'm going to follow up with you then. And then I would say how much time I could support him with. Mm-hmm. And it created all the structure. Yeah. that's. A, ah, ah. I want to add something to our first tip about the criticizing. It might We talked about this tactic with the type two questions is maybe limiting how many more suggestions they could give That's to true. perfect it. <laughs> and you could just with open arms say, I want to hear two ways you would make that better. Yeah. What would you do different? There you go. You know, and then you can just meet Let's say there. they're complaining about the family vacation rather than trying to like it or tell it, you know, discipline them for being too negative. That's a great response. Well, how, what would you do to make it better? That's so funny you say family vacation because my Type four nephew went on a road trip and he was like, it's going to be the worst week of my life. And his mom was like, no, it's not. It's going to be, be so much fun. Yeah, you know, so she's like, taking the route of, no, I'm going to help change his attitude. Yeah. And he had a great time. But in that moment, I think it would have built trust and rapport to I'd say, be, yeah. how would you make it better? I want to hear two ways you'd make it better. Okay. Like, come up with some Yeah, I would find you know? that as a very interesting. Not go. Well, that's not an go. option. So. No, we're going to go. <laughs> But how would you make this experience better? I think that'd be a yeah. fascinating and you setup can even to say, see what comes. Yeah. Maybe they'd have a good idea. You know, you'd go, mm-hmm. that's a great idea. And as they need time to think about things, when you say, if you can't think of them now, I want to hear two things by the end of the day. And then they won't bring it up again until they have, because they know they couldn't just be like, oh, worst trip ever. You'd be like, and then tell me how, well, how can you make it better for yourself? <laughs> yeah. Those did are, he have a good time? How can you? Yeah, he did in the end. He said there was a lot of driving, but he was like, it was better than I thought it would be. These, are, This is kind of a side note, but how can we make this more fun for type one is a great question. How can I make this more comfortable? Mm-hmm. What would be for type three? How can I support you in getting the result you want? Yeah, that's a good idea. And type four, how could you make this better or some version of that? Yeah, those are good. All right, let's go to the third mistake. We got to remember that for another podcast. Let's do it. (laughs) Four important things to say to your child. That's right. Trying to soften their bold reactions. So type fours have strong opinions. This kind of goes with the first one, but even more so just that that boldness that they come and to be able to share it with more heart rather than so much just like logic in mind of being like, well, that's the way it is. You're like, well. Well, I have have the perfect story (laughs) about a bold response. It's a common practice in our religious practice for a um, young adult to go on a two-year service mission. Mark, my son, who's a type four, went to Slovenia, which is a it's a modern-day country, but it's former Yugoslavia, former communist. I mean, it, it's not an easy place to necessarily be an American and live for two years. The culture is very distinct. It's a very type four culture. So at the return of that opportunity and experience, they have a chance to speak to their congregation. And in his speech, he very boldly said, I'm not going to lie, it sucked. And they're like, okay, that was bold. I remember sitting there having that immediate thought of, (laughs) my face got a little flushed. There's my bold son. That was bold commentary. Okay. And then the ecclesiastical leader, I'm going, okay, I wonder how he's doing right now. Like, what's he going to say? He followed it up by some very endearing thoughts. Yeah, he was a type two, so he brought in No, no, I'm saying Mark did after he said that. He did qualify. Yes, he did. He said, well, what I really mean is- I mean, and he's being very honest. (laughs) He was basically saying, if you think this is going to be easy- 
it's not. Yeah. Be clear on what you're choosing into and that no regrets. Yeah. He glad he learned and a he lot. And he didn't like it's funny we talk about it now and he's like well, it did. Like in his mind, it's so like, well, yeah, like I just said what I thought. And they, you'll have this experience. You've had these experiences with your kids. I know it where you're just like, it was so literal. And you're like, yeah, but it just didn't go over yeah. so well. Like, Don't be offended by it. That's what I learned to do is not take it personally. Because if you're offended by it and like in that moment, I could have been like, oh, no, I'm so embarrassed. And feel like you had to do some cleanup no, work after. Like, yeah, I'm especially at, this. I mean, he's 21. He's, yeah, you know, no, he's, it's like you're not in charge of him. cleaning anything up when no. there wasn't anything to clean up. In I that didn't moment, have to but. like go around and talk to people mm-hmm. after I'm like, okay, so he'll learn. He's right. learning. Yeah. You know, maybe I mean, how I could have said it differently. Right. <laughs> and are the, I mean, those are important skills to learn to share something with a little yeah. more heart or a little but more empathy. If you take empathy. it personally, you won't be able to give feedback effectively. Because you're going to come from an emotional place rather than a logical place. And they don't, You need, in order for a type 4 to hear you, you need to come from a logical place. And why it would be, a why you want to make a change. So you could point out logically the effect of how those bold statements might cause others to feel. And give a reference, like you could even flip it and say, if someone were to say this to you, how would that make you feel? Put them in the shoes of where their actions or their words yeah. might cause them to feel. Who knows? Maybe they might be like, no, that'd be fine with me. But maybe like, oh, okay, I can see. Or if you have a scenario where mm-hmm. something was said more mm-hmm. more boldly or forcefully. Mm-hmm. Can, and it's, you know, it, that's why the type fours are told to lighten up, lighten up, because mm-hmm. they become so serious and so direct. So what are a few more tips about how to help them learn those skills in a logical way? Part of it is are they involved in anything in their life where they can execute these Character traits, perfecting something, make bold decisions, have more bold opinions. In our case, Mark is a recreational mountain bike racer at a very high level. Perfect opportunity for him to be bold and opinionated with other racers. I mean, it's a tough yeah. pull of competition, and you got to hold your own. And, and you uh, even, got a huge opportunity yeah. for improvement in perfecting something. Yeah. And with like just the equipment alone to have oh, a yeah. really strong opinion on what's the best yep. and to research that and determine, mm-hmm. like have really strong opinions on something yeah. you're an expert about. I think yeah. really Be, does. Let them, where are they an expert on something where they are the authority and what they're saying is correct so that they're not trying to apply it to all these variables in life. Because mm-hmm. as they've been given a channel to express that and truly be their truth, the truth of who they are, they're not going to be as vulnerable to doing it in other places that it can be disruptive or even seen as annoying. Yeah. So the mistake you might be making in regards to this tendency is trying to soften them up, trying to lighten them up, apologizing for them or um, disciplining them, using the word, don't be so mean. I've heard that a lot with type four younger kids. Like, if you're mean like that, you'll lose friends. Yeah, you know? it's not like they're trying to be mean. <laughs> yeah. You've got to consider yeah. the fact there's no intention that they were trying to be mean. And that's where these sort of general shaming phrases have no benefit to helping behavior modify a child's behavior. These Yeah, are they'll be like, what was mean? Yeah, there were te- these are teaching moments. Assume that there was no ill intent behind it and there's an opportunity to guide your child in choosing something different in a social setting. They, they are of any of the four types and kind of need of support of developing social skills true to themselves because it looks different than a type one. 
And that's why they avoid it. I think more because it is, it is requires more effort. They don't have to talk to everybody and they need to understand their nature so that they develop social skills that then they feel very, very comfortable in settings with their peer group. I'd also say that you can start this at a very young age. Is your type four toddler the authority of some of their toys? Meaning, and this is what Jenny did with Seth. She let him pick out a certain number of toys that they put into a box that got locked. Nobody got to play with those but him. He got to be the authority of that set of toys. They were his. That is huge for a little three, four-year-old type four. He's not worried about his little brother messing his stuff That's up. right. And... and it's saying you have a right to have your stuff that nobody gets to touch, and you're the authority over it. That's a powerful message to a type four to say, I respect you. I respect those toys are yours that you have comp- you have complete say over. Mm-hmm. That will build respect. Mm-hmm. Do they have a division if they share a room that they get to control the space entirely in a certain portion of the room? Because they need to feel like they have ownership to things. They're the authority of that and that you respect that. And when you send that message of, I respect you and I respect you being the authority, not of everything in their life. They don't get to be the authority over what's everybody eating for dinner. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? You're, you, you're giving them enough of that they're experience. Going to, yeah, they're going to have less of an, I don't want to say less of an opinion. They're going to not express those opinions so strongly in other areas right. when they're able to fill that you're taking, you're, you're, you're nurturing that trait in them mm-hmm. in a healthy way so that it's not kind of getting spread out, out over a bunch of places in life. And respects the the foundation to a healthy relationship with a type four. And these are the ways that the message of I respect you is delivered to your child. And they, that goes a long way and it goes very deep. Which of these three mistakes are you currently making with your type four child? Choose one of them and make the correction with the tips we've given. Go back to the Child Whisper book and reread the type four section. Make sure you're reading that every 6 to 12 months because you're going to get more insights and ahas because remember, the book is written in phases of development. So what you were reading a year or two ago is not the same of the needs you need to address now if your child is older. Reread those sections. Be informed as a parent. These are relationships that can very quickly be disrupted and that division can get created where your type four child does not feel close to you, or this parent-child relationship can easily be nurtured into a deep and lasting bond. Thanks for listening. For more support, go to thechildwhisper.com where you can purchase the book, subscribe to our weekly parenting practice email, and find a transcription and audio of the Child Whisper podcast. If you're listening on iTunes, thank you for leaving a review. If you have a parenting question, please send it to parenting at liveyourtruth.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.